بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله حمد الشاكرين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكرك الغافلون Last week we stopped on the verse في قلوبهم مرض فزادهم الله مرضا ولهم عذاب أليم بما كانوا يكذبون This verse was a continuation of the description of المنافقون المنافقون are the hypocrites and as I mentioned Al-Munafiqoon, the word is from Nafaqa, the origin of which is from Nafaqa. Nafaqa is to extract something. So when someone extracts something, Yunfiqoon, the verb Yunfiqoon is to expend. Uh, expenditure in the way of Allah can be referred to as Yunfiqoon. Nafaqa is expenditure. But the Munafiqoon are referred to as Al-Munafiqoon because they come out pretending to believe and then they hide and disbelieve. This is why a rat is referred to as al-munafiq because he peeps through the hole and then he peeps back inside. So this, these people, al-munafiqun, are described in 15 verses of al-Quran al-Kareem. Why an increase of verses? In order that they may take a heed from listening to the warning from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the verse prior to the one we stopped Allah, they attempt to deceive Allah. Allah. <laughs> have two meanings. One is that they do not believe in Allah, so they believe they are making a uh, deception with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or the meaning is that they attempt to deceive the believers. Allah, amanu, and those who have believed. And as I mentioned, those who have believed, the believers were described in two verses. The Amanu is from, uh, the word is from Amina Ya'manu, the original word, which is to take security because the one who has believed has taken security. He has secured himself from punishment. Punishment in the dunya and punishment in al-akhirah. Walladhina amanu. But the Quran tells us, وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ They do not fool except themselves. إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ Anfus is plural of nafs. Nafs is what? The soul. As I mentioned last week also, nafs or shay is the essence of something. This is why blood, for instance, is referred to as nafs. Because blood, when it flows in the body, it keeps the person alive. And the plural is anfus. But the nafs... Uh, sometimes can refer to the ego also. And the, they only fool themselves because the ego is what is driving them to nifaq. Because why they did nifaq, why they did hypocrisy, was in order to preserve their dunya. So if the believers, the Muslims were victorious, the Muslims will not take them as captives or take their wealth. They will preserve their wealth but if the disbelievers are victorious, they will say to them, we were only mocking them, we are really with you. This was the description of Al-Munafiqoon. Of course, this is because the 
purpose of al-munafiqun is what is to attain dunya and the nafs is what drove them to do this and this is why it is mentioned that there are six essential and principal reasons as to why people commit disbelief and nifaq what are they al-hasad envy al-ghadab lin-nafs anger for the self for the ego also al-riya ostentation al-ujb what is al-ujb conceit al-ujb is when a person believes themselves to have exceeded what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has actually given them and then hubbul riyasa or hubbul jah which is love of status and the sixth is what hubbul mal or love of wealth these six principal diseases of the heart are what drive kufr and disbelief are what drive nifaq and disobedience generally to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you will always find one of the these six as being the underlying reason why someone opposes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if they obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not only reward them in the dunya, He will reward them in the akhirah. How are they rewarded in the dunya? It is said about one of the previous kings that at one point he, he observed, this king was in Bani Israel, he observed that Hubbul Riyasa and Hubbul Dunya is what the foundational reason for everyone sinning and hubbul riyasa is love of leadership so he said as being king i will not allow myself to disobey allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he did justice in the land allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased his age placed prosperity in him and placed barakah in him and then one day shaitan approached him and said look how much blessings there is in your life your lifespan, look how much blessing there is in your wealth. This is only because you are God. Meaning he whispered this to him. The man had al-ujb. Meaning what is al-ujb? Self-conceit. He then announced himself to be God amongst the people. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Nebuchadnezzar, Bukht Nasr. Bukht Nasr was the Persian king who then entered the land of Palestine and sacked the entire city of Jerusalem. At that point, because of the sin of what? Conceit. So these are the principal driving force behind why the munafiqeen behaved in the past and behave today as they do, attempting to deceive the believers. And they do not deceive. Note, as I mentioned previously, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negates for them shu'ur. What is shu'ur? Feeling. This will be mentioned again, وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ But it will negate something else. First, this is negating al-ihsas. What is al-ihsas? Even knowing that they are only fooling themselves. وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ This shu'ur is negation. Meaning, they are worse than animals because even animals have shu'ur. They feel when they are doing something silly or when they are doing something wrong. But it means something that harms them. They will know this thing will harm me. وَمَا يَشْعُرُونَ Shu'ur is negated from them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us فِي قُلُوبِهِمْ marad, And in their hearts is what a disease. Marad. What is this marad? The marad is marad al-kufr. Disbelief. 
But as I mentioned, the six principal reasons why people have disbelief, why they cover the Iman, why they refuse to accept the dhar, meaning in alam al-dhar, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the souls, Allah to be rabbikum, everyone acknowledged, rabubiyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why they reject this is because of an illness, a marad. That marad is internal in the heart. Fi qulubihim marad. But this marad is by choice. They do this by choice because of al-hirs. Al-hirs is what? Coveting worldly and material benefit, which is short-lived. It can last a decade, two decades, maybe six decades, but it will finish. So a person covets, has hirs for these things, and then their heart becomes diseased. Fi qulubihim marad. Therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased their disease. Now someone may say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased their disease. Does this mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala misguided them and they were not guided by they were not misguided by choice? The response is that when they chose dunya, and remember the word dunya has a few root uh a, a few roots, meaning uh, some say it's from Dunu. Dunu is proximity, that the dunya is close proximity, therefore it's referred to as dunya. But there, there is also a قول, a statement that the word dunya is from dani. What is dani? If you say this thing is dani, it means what? Despicable. That the dunya in its nature is despicable. That the dunya to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not even worth the wing of a mosquito, ba'udah, that the wing of a mosquito, the dunya is not worth that. And this is why in the hadith, the hadith states, dunya mal'unatun, wa mal'unatun nafiha, the world is cursed, and everything in the world is cursed, illa what? Al-alima, except the alim, the meaning the one who knows the Quran and the sunnah, and al-muta'allima, the one who learns. And also what is mentioned? Dhikrallah, the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what else is mentioned? وَمَنْ وَلَاهُمَا Whatever supports them to, meaning Al-Alim Wal-Muta'allim, and what everyone else is referred to as what? As Humaj, which is what? The riffraff. Because the world in its nature is cursed. It's The world is going. dunya dhahiba The world is going in its very nature. The gold that people acquire, will last for a short period of time. Any material wealth they acquire will last for a short period of time. Any desire they have, it will last for a short period of time. Any entertainment, ghafla, negligence will last for a short period of time. And then death catches up. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased their illness. Why? Because by choice they chose the dunya over what? Over al-iman billah. Al-iman in Allah. Al-Iman bi Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Iman in the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the guidance of Al-Quran Al-Kareem وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ That they will have what? A punishment that is painful. Now, remember I mentioned the word Azab is from Azab. Water which is Azab is referred to as Azab. Water which quenches thirst because what? The water cuts off thirst. يَقْطَعُ That it cuts it off. So water, uh, which is adb, is water which quenches the thirst. Similarly, the 
Adab is referred to Adab because when Adab comes, it cuts off the person from everything else, from all enjoyment. But the punishment that they shall have is described as Aleem. The word Aleem, remember previously, what word was mentioned? Azim. The word Azim was mentioned. And the opposite to Azim, uh, there's Kabir and there is Sagheer. And then there is Azim and there is Haqir. But here the word Alim is mentioned, which is a pain, as to say that this heart that they have, this heart that they have, that the heart which is diseased, the punishment is so severe that it shall envelop the heart. It shall cover the heart, Alim, meaning Mu'lim. Remember this word Alim is a Sifatul Mushabbaha. It comes, it can come in the meaning of Ismul Fa'il, which is Al Mu'lim, which is a punishment that hurts. It hurts the person, but it will hurt them to the extent that it envelops the heart because the heart is diseased. وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ Why? أَلِيمٌ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ Because of what they would deny or يَكْذِبُون They would lie regarding. Because of the lie, the kizb. Remember, الْمُنَافِقُونَ فِي الدَّرْكِ الْأَسْفَلِ مِنَ النَّارِ They are in the lowest depths of the hellfire. So there are seven tabaqat of hellfire, seven doors. And as I mentioned, there are, I mentioned six reasons why the, the person has kufr, but I missed out one, which is kibr, arrogance. So I mentioned al-ujb, al-riya. Al-ujb is what? Conceit. Al-riya is ostentation, showing off. I mentioned al-hasad, which is what? Envy. I mentioned Hubur Jah, which is love of status. I oh Hubur Riyasa. I mentioned Hubul Mal, love of what? Wealth. But there is also that is five. Then I mentioned the sixth one. Which one was the sixth? There was conceit al ujb. And the seventh one is what? Al Kibar. Arrogance. So if you count these seven, how many are there? Seven, seven doors of Jahannam, seven ways of entering hell. That if a person overwhelms these seven desires of the nafs before he dies, even before he reaches the age of 40, then, and he, or if he's over 40, then before he dies, then a person overwhelms that disease of the heart. Otherwise, he dies with these seven diseases and the fire envelops the heart. They shall have a punishment. بِمَا كَانُوا يَكْذِبُونَ Because uh, with that, what they would lie regarding, meaning lying regarding Allah, lying regarding the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ When it is said to them, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ This إِذَا is for time and when. Whenever it is said to them, قِيلَ لَهُمْ Meaning, قِيلَ is in the passive form. It is said to them, meaning by whom the believers, لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ do not cause corruption on the earth. Now, what is fasad? Fasad is the opposite to, fal uh, to salah. Islah or shay, when you correct something, when you mend something, but fasad is corruption. So if you have a jar of honey, the salah of the honey is preserving the honey. But if fasad is corrupting the honey. If you have the jar of honey and you corrupt the jar of honey, this is known as fasad. 
when it is said to them in these munafiqeen, la tufsidu fil ardi, do not cause corruption in the earth. This, some of the asbab al-nuzul, they mention, meaning asbab al-nuzul is the reason why these, these verses were revealed. They mention regarding some of the munafiqeen that they burnt livestock, a wheat and barley, and killed animals, causing corruption on the earth. That was the corruption in that time. But in our time, there is also corruption on the earth with pollution, various types of corruption. It can be in the form of killing. It can be in the form of extortion. It can be in the form of riba, usury, interest-based banking. It can be in the form of military invasion. It can be in many forms. Fasad fil ard, the, uh, the pro uh, promotion of muharramat, of prohibited things, of alcohol, promotion of homosexuality. All these things will be counted as fasad fil ard, corruption in the earth. When it is said to them, do not cause this corruption, meaning, for instance, in today, concerts in uh, Muslim countries, Muslim majority countries in the Muslim, in Dar Islam, you have corruption. So, when it is said to them, do not cause this corruption. They say, meaning the earth in general. As I mentioned, there are some words with, which are ismul jins. They are used in the same way, but they can refer to various things like Al-Kitab. Sometimes Al-Kitab refers to Al-Quran. Sometimes Al-Kitab refers to a Torah. Sometimes Al-Kitab refers to revelation in general. Fil-Ard, here can sometimes refer to Al-Qudsu Sharif specifically. Sometimes it can refer to Makkah Al-Mukarramah. But in this case, it's generic. The word Fil-Ard, do not cause corruption in the earth. قالوا, they say in response, إنما نحن مصلحون. إنما, indeed, this is for Hasar, it limits their actions. إنما, indeed, we are only what? نحن مصلحون. We are people doing Islah. We are correcting things. This is why, because the hearts have become so diseased that they cannot see beyond their own perspective that they are in fact causing fasad fil ard. They are causing corruption in the earth. They cannot go beyond their perspective. So as they see it, they are in fact al-muslihun. They are correcting things. So when people want to change the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they see themselves as muslihun. They do not see themselves as al-mufsidun. Al-mufsidun meaning those who cause corruption, Al-Muslihun, meaning those who do islah, who correct things. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, Allah, verily, this is harfu tanbih, alerting us, Allah, behold, innahum, indeed they, humul mufsidun, they are what? Al-Mufsidun, they are those who cause corruption, fasad fil ard, al-Mufsidun, walakin la yash'urun, but they do not, Feel it. So, la yash'urun, again note previously, la yash'urun, that they, previously, they thought that they are deceiving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the believers. Wama yash'urun, but they do not realize that they are deceiving themselves. Now, their corruption is described. So, previously, it related to what? To their thoughts. But then their actions, their actions were the actions of those who corrupted. But when they carried out the corruption, 
they thought they were from al-muslihun, those who are what? Correcting things. But then, لا يشعرون, they do not even feel or realize that in fact they are al-mufsidun, they are causing corruption on the earth. وَلَكِنْ لَا يَشْعُرُونَ وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ آمِنُوا كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسُ Believe the way the people have believed. This again is regarding al-munafiqoon in al-Madinatul Munawwarah. When some of the Muslims knew of their mifaq, they would discuss with them in private and the believers would say to them, believe the way people have believed. Do not believe with hypocrisy. Their response would be, shall we believe the way the imbeciles have believed? But in reality, they were the imbeciles, but they did not realize. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ And when it is said to them, آمِنُوا This is a command. آمِنُوا Believe كَمَا آمَنَ النَّاسُ The way people have believed. And last week I mentioned Anas and the meaning of Anas, that the word Anas regarding what humanity, the root word of the, the, the word itself, some have said is from Nisyan, forgetfulness. Others have said it is from Uns, which is sociability because of the nature of human beings that they need human company. But here it refers to a specific group of people. Which specific group of people does this refer to? It refers to Sayyiduna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And his companions that believe the way the people have believed, meaning whom? As-Sahabatul Kiram alayhim ridwan. They say in response, Anu'minu, shall we believe? Shall we believe the way As-Sufaha have believed? The word As-Sufaha is regarding imbeciles. And they describe the believers as imbeciles and fools. This was because. Some of the believers from Al-Muhajirun, they were from the slaves or the people who were former slaves or from the poor people, or even if they were from the nobility, they had lost their wealth and they had lost everything. So the disbelievers and the munafiqeen deemed them as being a sufaha, but in reality, the disbelievers and the munafiqeen were the sufaha. They were the imbeciles. Why? Because they allowed their ego to dominate them. A shaitan, a shahwat, desires, and the animalistic nature. They are permitted that to overwhelm them, to dictate to the mind. Because the mind is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed the intellect, al-aql, in the brain, al-dimaq. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed al-ilm in the heart. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed al-haya modesty in the eyes. So a believer, his intellect is in the mind, his ilm is in the heart and his haya is in the eyes. So the, while the disbeliever, he permits his shahwat, his desires to overwhelm his mind, his shahwat to overwhelm his heart, his shahwat to overwhelm his haya, his modesty. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, no, they are what? a sufaha So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ala, behold, ala harfu tanbih. This is to alert. A particle for what? For alerting. Ala innahum humus sufaha 
Indeed, they are what a sufaha. Why are they sufaha? Because they permit the shahwat to dictate to the mind, to the intellect. They allow the shahwat to dictate to what? To the ilm. When in reality, the aql, the aql is what is what regulates the ilm. The aql regulates the ilm. So for every ounce of ilm, you need a kilo of what? Aql. For every ounce of ilm. But if a person had a choice of any of these three things, al-aql, al-haya, or al-ilm, he should choose al-aql, meaning the intellect. So, ala innahum hum sufaha'u walakin la ya'lamun. Indeed, behold, they are the sufaha'u walakin la ya'lamun. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala negates ilm. Previously was shu'ur. La yash'urun was a negation of what? La yash'urun, they do not realize. What do they not realize? That firstly, that they are mufsiduna fil ard. And they refer to themselves as muslihun. They do not realize they are in fact causing corruption. Also, they were fooling themselves. Yukhadi'una allaha walladhina amanu. وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ They do not fool except themselves. لَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ So the shu'ur was negated. Here, in the last verse, ilm is negated. لَا يَعْلَمُونَ That they do not know that indeed that they themselves are as-sufaha. Then what was their approach? وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Here, وَإِذَا and when Laqu, here laqu is a verb, past tense, in the meaning of when they met. Laqiya is to meet. Wa amanu. When they would meet those who have believed. And they say regarding Abdullah bin Ubayh bin Salul, who was the Ra'sul Munafiqeen, head of the Munafiqeen, that at one point he was with the Munafiqeen and he said, he saw some of the companions, Ali Muridwan, approaching and he said, watch me how I address those sufaha, those imbeciles. When he went, he addressed Sayyiduna Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, and he gave him titles. And then he addressed Sayyiduna Umar radiallahu an, and he gave him various titles. And then he addressed Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an, and he gave him various titles. When he got to Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an, Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an warned him and said, why are you behaving like a munafiq? Why are you a munafiq? Meaning believe the way the people have believed. So Sayyiduna Ali radiallahu an reprimanded him. And this, uh, these verses refer to these meetings. وَإِذَا لَقُلْ لَذِينَ آمَنُوا and when they would meet those who have believed, meaning in these meetings in Al-Madinatul Munawwara, they would say to the believers, Amanna, we have indeed believed, meaning we believe. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them in Al-Quran Al-Kareem with various awsaf descriptions, like their laziness in salah, or like khushub, like wood, musannada, reclining wood because they would sit at the back reclining they would have these various 
descriptions. It doesn't mean the people reclining at the back, this applies to you. No, no. That was referring to that time, meaning what they would do is they would do that in order to make a mockery. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would describe them as such. So there were different descriptions of the munafiqin. Remember, if you see a trait of nifaq in a believer, it does not mean the believer is a munafiq. It's a weakness in the believer. Like he may have a trait where, he's, where he is lazy in salah. It doesn't mean he's a munafiq. This, the word munafiq is referring to someone who internally does not believe in Allah, does not believe in the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the, the term is not a light term. وَإِذَا لَقُوا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا قَالُوا آمَنَّا They would say, we indeed believe. وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ When they would be alone. خَلَوْ Now this word خَلَوْ إِذَا انْفَرَضَ شَخْصٌ is when a person is alone. When a person is alone, it's referred to as خَلْوَة. خَلْوَة is in isolation. وَإِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ That when they would go back and be alone, إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ To their shayateen. What is shayateen in reference to? Remember, the word shaytan itself is from the one who is far from Allah. Bu'ad, shatana is to be far. So, shayateenim, those who are far from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Imam Jalaluddin, Asiyuti, rahimullah, in Jalalain, he writes, uh, 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 he writes what? That they're heads, that they're leaders. But why they're leaders? Because the, the likes of Ka'ab bin al-Ashraf, who was one of the Jewish leaders, and all the other Jewish leaders and other leaders of the Munafiqeen, they at that time involved themselves in what? In Sihr. And they were Kuhan. What is Kuhan? Fortune tellers. They would tell, uh, they would do the fortune telling and therefore they are described as shayateen because they would interact with the jinn kind. So when they would go back, these munafiqeen, they would go back to the leaders of the munafiqeen. Like we have today, you have people who worship shaitan. You have people in lodges who worship shaitan. And then they are also amongst Muslims or they also are in wider society. So when they go back to their shayateen, إِذَا خَلَوْا إِلَىٰ شَيَاطِينِهِمْ قَالُوا They say to them, إِنَّا مَعَكُمْ Indeed we are with you. Meaning in reality we are with you. إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ Remember, إِنَّمَا limit Meaning حَصَر إِنَّمَا Indeed we were only what? نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ We were only making a mockery. What were they making a mockery of? In their minds they were making a mockery of the believers. So they, was, they say, Huzuwa is what? Uh, later on when the Yahud will say to Musa salam, do you take us as what? As uh, a mockery? The word making a mockery of them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu yastahzi'u bihim. Now, of course, if you remember the rule I mentioned, يُخَادِعُونَ Allah وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَمَا يَخْدَعُونَ إِلَّا أَنفُسَهُمْ uh, they do mukhada'a, which is what? Deception. But if the word mukhada'a is ascribed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's not translated as deception. Uh, 
Wallahu khairul makirin. The word Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the Jews in the time of Isa alayhi salam wa makaru, they plotted. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wa makar Allah. But you do not translate this as Allah plotted. The same word is used, this is known as what? In ilmul balagha, in rhetoric as what? Mushakala. The same word is used with a different meaning. So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu yastahzi'u bihim. Allahu yastahzi'u bihim. So the literal meaning would be Allah makes a mockery of them, but in reality it refers to what? The divine plan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with them. So even the word plan for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not utilized. The word is what? Qada'an qadr. The divine uh, uh, the divine command or the divine will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah yastahzi'u bihim. So what happened eventually with the munafiqun That they were expelled from al-Masjid al-Nabawi al-Sharif. In fact, they were exposed in the lifetime of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa by the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa And many of them repented. Many of them also repented and adopted Islam sincerely. But those who did not, they were expelled from al-Masjid al-Nabawi al-Sharif. And then many of them were killed in the Ridda Wars when they revolted against Sayyiduna Abu Bakr al-Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala an. Allah yastahzi'u bihim wa yamudduhum fi tughyanihim. This yamudduhum, madda yamuddu in its linguistical meaning is to stretch something. Yamudduhum fi tughyanihim. Tughyan is disobedience. So, the water overflowed. Why Meaning it overflowed, it went beyond the mean, beyond the balance. So Tughyan is when someone disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they go beyond the bounds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala permits them how Yamudduhum. How Yamudduhum, the material means. Some of them may be given good health. That for, with good health, they can live for long and they still continuously disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some of them are given material wealth and with their material wealth, they still disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and are munafiqeen or they spread fasad, corruption on the earth. So this would come to no surprise when some people ask, how do you have disbelievers or unbelievers who live Long and they make a mockery of Islam. The answer is here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives them all the material means. Why? As a hujjah against them, as a proof against them. On the day of judgment, this will be a proof against them. So, وَيَمُدُّهُمْ فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ This verb, sometimes you can apply this to a, uh, to lifespan. Uh, if with some of the particles, the, the uh, genitive particles, but refers to what materialistic means that they have. The likes of Salman Rushdie, meaning he lives on, he is still alive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept him alive. Why? That their tughyan, their disobedience, they are given a stretch in this, in this regard. Ya'mahun. But then they are described also as Ya'mahun. Now this verb, Ya'mahun, note, that it's not a noun, it's a verb. It means they are actively what? So when the verb ya'qilun, ya'qilun is what? Actively using the intellect. 
Ya'mahun, the word Ya'mahun, <coughs> you have Al-Ama, which is blindness of the eye. And then you have Ama, which is blindness of the heart. Yes, you have Al-Basar, which is eyesight. And you have Al-Basira, which is insight. So the heart can be blind. The heart can be blind or the heart can have penetrating foresight. The heart of the believer has penetrating sight. Ittaqu firasat al-mu'mini fa'innahu yanzuru bi nurillah. Be wary of the firasa, the insight of the believer, <coughs> because he observes with the light of Allah. What light of Allah? The light of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates in his heart. The believer has amah, the disbeliever, the munafiq. What is amah? Blindness of the heart. So, here, the heart can be likened to a basin of water. This basin of water has five points in which water enters the basin. But there is one point where the water enters from the natural source in the ground. So the heart is like this. The five points of knowledge entering the heart, because remember I said al-ilm is in the heart, while al-aqlu fi'l-dimaq, al-aql is in the brain, ilm is in the heart. The five access points of knowledge is the five senses. A person sees, he hears, he tastes, he smells, and he touches, he learns. This is knowledge of the senses. But then you have a knowledge which is pouring from the heart with, where the source is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This type of knowledge is known as ilm ladunni. It's the type of knowledge Sayyiduna Khidr alayhi salam had. And this is why Al-Quran Al-Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ مِنْ لَدُنَّ عِلْمًا We taught him, وَعَلَّمْنَاهُ مِنْ لَدُنَّ From our divine presence. Ilma knowledge, meaning unique knowledge. Because the word comes in the nakira form, meaning the imperfect form, the indefinite form, meaning we taught him specific type of knowledge. So when the knowledge comes from the source of the ground, the knowledge is stable. And the knowledge that comes from the five senses, this knowledge will always be in doubt. So someone who only attains his knowledge from the outward knowledge, from books and other things, he will always be in doubt. But someone who has ilm ladunni, knowledge which is from the inside of the heart as well, then he will always be in a state of certainty. So the munafiq does not have this type of knowledge. He does not have nurul iman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes in the ya'mahun that they are actively blind in the heart. They are actively blind in the heart. So the sins, they envelop the heart and they cover the heart and they darken the heart. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them further. This is those and then ka is added on, which is meaning in reference to those who have been mentioned. Those are the people, meaning the ka is to say those who have just been mentioned. They are those people. Alladina. Ism Mosula. Meaning what? A connective noun. Alladina shtara So here, note, Abdalala is what? Misguidance. They bought misguidance. Now this is 
a type of what a metaphor in or simile in Arabic, which is known as majaz or isti'ara, where misguidance is likened to a commodity being sold in the markets. And these are those people who went to the market and bought misguidance, telling us what? That they choose misguidance. They are, misguidance is not enforced upon them. They make the choice. So they gave away guidance, the choice to, to take guidance, adopt guidance. They gave away guidance. And what did they do? They chose misguidance. Bil Huda, this ba enters on matruh. Matruh is the thing you give away. So whatever they give away, Bil Huda, they give away guidance and they take misguidance. Meaning purposely they choose misguidance. And as I mentioned, that the, the reason behind choosing misguidance will fall into one of those seven things. What are one of the seven things? Al-Ujb, Al-Riya, Al-Hasad, Al-Kibr, Hubb-Dunya, Hubb-Riyasa, Hubb-Dunya meaning Hubb-Riyasa and Hubb-Jah, and Hubb-Mal, and Al-Ghadab Lin-Nafs, anger for the self. Seven reasons. Always one of these seven reasons would be the underlying reason as to why, meaning some people become surprised. Fulan person, he sold his Iman, by acknowledging the state of Israel, uh, by giving a fatwa that normalizing with Israel is permitted. How did this person do this? How can they permit such things? You will always find one of these seven reasons. So what did they do? They bought misguidance and they gave away guidance. So what happened with this? So this is known as what? Tarshih, which is describing trade, trade, that trade has ribh. What is ribh? Profit. Who in fact, does trade profit or does the trader profit? The answer is the trader profits. But trade is being described uh, with profit in rhetoric. This is known as tarshih. So here, فَمَا تِجَارَتُهُمْ Their trade was not profitable. Meaning they gave away guidance and they bought misguidance. They did not profit from this. Of course, they do not realize that straight away. Their trade was not profitable. And additionally, they were not guided. So they did not benefit in any way. In the worldly sense also. Why? Why not in the worldly sense? Because when you do something with a worldly motive, when you do something for nafs, there will always be a bad outcome. And when you do something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for the akhirah, the outcome will always be good. And this is why one of the salaf, salafu salihun, the pious predecessors, he met one of the khulafa, Abbasiyin. When the Abbasis overthrew the Bani Umayyah, the Khalifa was discussing with one of these pious ulama, and he said to him, the alim, he said, I saw the children of Abdullah bin, uh, of Umar bin Abdul Aziz, radiallahu an, that when he died, he only left them a few dirhams and dinars, very minuscule amount of wealth. And I saw another one of the Bani Umayyah, he mentions him, that when he died, he left thousands and thousands of gold and silver coins. 
But of course, the thousands and thousands of gold and silver coins were from Haram, from the Baytul Mal, from the public treasury. And he says, days, the days turned until the time came that I saw the children of Umar bin Abdul Aziz being carried by the people on horses and being respected by the people. Why? Because of the taqwa of their father. And I saw the children of the other Khalifa on the roads disgraced by the people over time, meaning the, the days unwind and things change. And what happens? The end is always bad. So when a, a, a Muslim, a believer does anything, it should be only for the sake of Allah and the sake of Akhirah. And inshallah, the outcome will be good. But if the outcome is always for dunya and for nafs and shaitan, the outcome will always be bad. Waliyaz billah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Mathaluhum. <coughs> Here we enter Amthalul <coughs> Quran. What is Amthalul Quran? If you could categorize the verses of Al Quran al Karim, you could categorize them as what? Ahkam. Or legal rulings, which would be amrun wa nahyun, command and prohibition. And some people said that Surah Al-Baqarah has a thousand commands and a thousand prohibitions. Of course, this is approximation. Then you have Qasasul Quran, stories in the Quran, which are true stories, real historical stories. Then you have Ikhbar. Information in the Quran regarding future events. So the Quran informs us that Dabatul Ard shall appear. The earth crawler. The Quran informs us that Ya'juj and Ma'juj, the two tribes shall appear. The Quran informs us with regard to Yawm Al-Qiyamah, Yawm Al-Hashar, the resurrection, the day of judgment and the resurrection. It informs us regarding the people in paradise, Al-Jannah, the people in hellfire, all information regarding them, ikhbar. So you have ahkam, qasas, you have ikhbar. Likewise, you have something which is known as amthalul Quran. Amthalul Quran is the similitudes of the Quran. Within Al Quran Al Karim, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us various similitudes in order that the ibrah, the lessons, enter our minds with regard to. The lessons of Al-Quran Al-Kareem. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the mathal of the munafiqeen. Now, these amthal, some of them were real. They actually took place existentially in the real world. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, mathaluhum. Because this similitude was with regard to two men who ran away from Al-Madinat Al-Munawrah after committing certain crimes and they were munafiqeen and they went out in the desert and then what happened it became dark so they lit a fire when they lit a fire then what happened it rained when it rained it was thunder and lightning what did they do they placed their fingers in their ears and they were actual munafiqeen so allah subhanahu wa, subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this as a mathal in al quran al karim allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Mathaluhum, their similitude. 
is like the similitude. Remember, the word is mathal, similitude, its plural is amthal. Amthalul Quran numerous. That the similitude of the one is tawqadanara. Is tawqadanara fueled a fire? Is tawqadanara. Nar is fire. So they made a huge fire. Is tawqadanara. And when the fire illuminated everything that was around him, meaning this person, it illuminated everything that was around him. The word hawl is to, to be around. So when we say, there is no, nothing turns. And there is no, and there is no might. إلا بالله except with Allah ما حوله ذهب الله بنورهم Allah سبحانه وتعالى took away their light so the one who lit the fire may have been one but they they are a group of people ذهب الله بنورهم Allah took away their light so firstly what is mentioned الذي استوقد نار the one who fueled the fire one person but then when he fueled the fire, the fire illuminated everything and there is a group of them. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took away the light. Meaning the fire is like a minimal benefit that they have that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took that away from them. And they have no light. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abandoned them. وَالْيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبْسِرُونَ Here, ظُلُمَات ظُلْمَةٍ is darkness. This is why ظُلْم, oppression, is referred to as oppression with the ظُلْم because the one who commits ظُلْم in reality places oppression in his own heart. And ظُلْمَةٍ, the plural of ظُلْمَةٍ is ظُلُمَات. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, not one layer of darkness, ظُلُمَات. Note, Later in Surah Al-Baqarah, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes guidance, remember, haq and haq never clash. Why? Because haq is one. Yes, truth and truth never clash because truth is one. Falsehood can clash with falsehood because falsehood is many types. Similarly, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the believers having light, he describes it with one. Noor, because the light of Islam is one. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never describes it as, as anwar. But when disbelief is described, disbelief is described with zulumat, multiple layers of darkness. Why? Because misguidance is not one type. You will have communism, you will have capitalism, you will have Zionism, you will have other isms and other ideologies, various philosophies which will misguide people. So, Al-Islam is one, one truth, while misguidance is multi-layered and various types. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَتَرَكَهُمْ فِي ظُلُمَاتٍ لَا يُبْصِرُونَ They were an ibsar here, la yubsirun, they are unable to see in the darkness. So this is their similitude. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this, of course, they say if you ever see a beast, 
that is coming towards you and you recite summum bukmun umim fahum la yarji'un, the beast will go away from you. That there are sometimes blessings in reciting certain verses of Al-Quran Al-Kareem. For instance, if you lose something and you recite Surah Wadduha, Surah Wadduha, you recite this Surah while you are looking, inshallah, you will find the thing, whatever you have lost. Likewise, if you fear that the food that you are eating may be off, but you're unsure, there's uncertainty, you recite Surah Li'ila Fi Quraysh. You recite Surah Li'ila Fi Quraysh because it mentions Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Amanahum that He gave them security. From what? Ju'a. From what hunger? And it also mentions at'amahum, he fed them. So li'ila fi Quraysh, a person recites the food, inshallah, won't harm them. So this verse also, likewise, if you recite Suratul Ikhlas three times before sleeping with the intention of waking up at a specific time, you will wake up at that time. Or the verse of Suratul Kahf, Qul innama ana bashrun mithlukum yuha ilayya annama ilahukum ilahun wahid. You complete that verse. Uh, and to the end of Surah Al-Kahf, you will wake up at the t- desired time. So if someone wanted to pray Tahajjud, uh, early uh, pre-dawn prayer, they recite this uh, verse. Or if someone needed to wake up for something, they recite this verse. Inshallah, that is the benefit. But of course, as I mentioned, Surah Al-Fatiha has multiple benefits. Surah Al-Fatiha. Likewise, Surah Al-Baqarah, it has multiple benefits that... Uh, the shaitan does not enter the house in which Surah Al-Baqarah is recited. And the hadith mentions, إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ يَنْفِرُ مِنَ الْبَيْتِ الَّذِي تُقْرَأُ فِيهِ سُورَةُ الْبَقَرَةِ The shaitan runs away, يَنْفِرُ Nafra is a disdain. He runs away from the house in which Surah Al-Baqarah is recited. سُمٌ بُكْمٌ عُمْيٌ فَهُمْ لَا يَرْجِعُونَ So sum and bukm and عُمْيٌ these are our descriptions with ma'nawi descriptions, not literally meaning they were able to speak. Uh, they were able to hear. They were able to speak. And they were able to see. But what were they deaf regarding that when any guidance would enter their ears, it would not enter the heart. It would not enter the mind. Likewise, when they would re- see guidance, how would they see guidance in the form of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? And speaking, they could not speak with guidance. This type of group will not return to the truth. Then Allah subhanahu wa taala gives us other amthal al Quran. يجعلون أصابعهم في آذانهم من الصواعق حذر الموت والله محيط بالكافرين. And of course, the description of the munafiqin will finish with these amthal. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses humanity. يا أيها الناس عبدوا ربكم الذي خلقكم. That in that verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will address all of humanity. And Surah Al-Baqarah then enters another plane of its theme. Insha'Allah, next week we will continue. Jazallahu anna Sayyidina Muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallama ma huwa ahluh. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salam.